0: You're listening to the Sewing and Grown podcast and radio show with J and Jay. I really liked last episode. It was great. Bitter or better. And I'll be honest, there's one time in my life where something bitter was better for me. And that me. apple cider vinegar. That's true, and w- and I want to say this: I had to forgive apple cider vinegar, <laughs> and actually forgive my friend with my first experience with apple Was cider vinegar. Me? No, no, Jordan Todd. Oh, I forgive you. Fourth uh, of July in twenty seventeen, I got a park violation for driving erratically and shouting "America" from my vehicle. <laughs> then my phone got oh yeah I soaking this. wet and destroyed, yep. and then I went to my friend's house, and another. I'm not going to call him a friend. I'm going to call him an acquaintance, said to me, hey, we should do a sparkler trick. You flip the sparkler up in the air and then catch it. Well, I grabbed right on to the sparkling side yeah. of the sparkler, seared me deep. Yeah, your hand was uh, mangled. That spot literally burned through almost to the bone. Well, Jordan told me, you know, it'd be great for that burn. <laughs> Go home and dip it right into apple cider vinegar. So there's a lot of things that apple cider vinegar are good for, (laughs) but I would not recommend dipping a third degree burn into apple cider vinegar. That's not a benefit, but I do really enjoy apple cider vinegar. I forgive apple cider vinegar. I forgive Jordan and I'm growing in forgiveness. Thank you for a good episode last week. Yeah. You got to have
1: brags with the mother. With mother. Yeah, got to you know, have the mother.
0: Bible says to honor your father and mother so that it'll be well with you. Well, if you want apple cider to be well with you, you got <laughs> to honor the, the mother in the cider vinegar. You
1: got to shake it up a little you bit. You got to shake it up. The mother tends to sit at the bottom, unfortunately. Yeah, it's you, good. But that was last week's episode. That was last
0: week's. Today, it's all about the press test.
1: We talking bench press?
0: We can How much you You bench might bring broke. that in. We're both working on lifting and getting stronger. So maybe the bench press will get into it, but that's not exactly what I'm talking about. Okay, tell me. This is a little bit of a reprise from our first episode, Green Growth. Mm -hmm. It's an experience from the maintenance team. It's an experience from my life and God talking to me from the maintenance team. And I encourage you, God wants to talk to you about where you're at. Yes. If you're a cashier at Bucky's, as we (laughs) said, God wants to talk to you in that job. Nothing's wasted. I believe Moses learned a lot about leadership working with the sheep out mm-hmm. in Midian. Nothing's wasted. Nothing's wasted. so in the process of me being a maintenance man and trying to keep grass green. We talked about in green growth how there's signs as grass is losing its color that it's getting dry and it needs to be watered. I was endeavoring to find more ways to know if grass was dry and I came upon the press test. And what the press test is, is it's a way to know if grass has enough water by walking on it. Hmm. And what you do is you go up to grass and you walk across the grass and then you look back and you see if you can see your footprints upon the grass. If the grass is watered and healthy, you will not be able to see your footprints in the grass. If the grass is dry, Mm. you will see your footprints in the grass. Wow. The press test. The press test.
1: Yeah, I like that better than trying to talk about lifting.
0: I'm not saying that the bench press won't come out, but (laughs) this is what God started to talk to me on. This is how he took the principle of grass and brought it into my life. He said that's the way we are spiritually. Mm. That when we're dry... And things walk on us. People walk on us, circumstances, trials, offenses, Mm. maybe like last week, come upon us and walk over us. If we are dry, we will reflect the imprint of what Mm. happens to us. If we're full of life, if we're watered, we won't reflect those things. We'll reflect the life of God. So that's what I want to talk about today. I'm excited about this. You go, well, well, make the connection of what water is. Well, the Bible really says water is two things. First off, it says the water is the word of God. I think mm-hmm. of Ephesians 5, where husbands are supposed to wash their wives with the water of the <laughs> word and present them pure and Spotless. For some reason, that made him laugh. It
1: made me laugh. And
0: now I'm wondering why he thinks that's <laughs> funny, and that's challenging me right now. But that's the word of God. And we should wash ourselves with the word as well. But also, the water is the spirit of God. The Bible says in John that Mm. out of our belly flow rivers Mm. of living water. It's the word and the spirit and allowing those to apply to our life keep us from being imprinted by the cares, the difficulties, the circumstances, the trials, and the tribulations of this life.
1: This is one of those few times where leaving an impression is a bad thing. We like to leave a good impression on people, but when it comes to this subject, if you are not watered, when people come in and when things happen to you and it leaves an impression, it's because you're not full of the word. You're not full of that. You're not being watered enough. That's what you're talking about.
0: Exactly. And this goes back into offenses and Mm -hmm. unforgiveness, as you talked about last time, because often you see people who are offended. What do they say? Well, this happened to me. Mm. What are they doing? They're reflecting the imprint of that person yeah. who walked on their life.
1: I don't know what the toy is called, but I keep getting a picture in my head about the, the when you were a kid and you had that inflatable thing and it had the weight at the bottom and you kept punching. The clown. Thing, the clown. And, and it, it would bounce back. back. You're just like, oh, I'm ready for some more. Oh, I'm ready for some more. Imagine if you punched it and it deflated and just fell on the ground. I'd want my money back.
0: True. You got to learn to bounce back. Hey, and that goes right in the scripture that I have here. Proverbs 14:26 says this. We're talking about the press test, everyone. Mm-hmm. Though the righteous fall seven times, nice. they rise again. Yeah, And then the NLT says this, and I think it's just what we're talking about being dry. But one disaster is enough to overthrow the wicked. Yep. Is there life within us to bounce back from those scenarios? Here's another way to look at it. Look at it as a bouncy ball. Okay. So a bouncy ball, if it, it can roll on a table. But have you noticed with a bouncy ball, the harder you throw it at an object, the harder, harder it comes it back. Comes back. Yeah. What if there's enough life of God in us that the harder something comes against us, mm. the more we can respond from it? That's good. This
1: last weekend, me and my wife, were we are in search of a new mattress. And you might be wondering Casper? where I'm going. No, I'm done with bed in a box. Okay, we got a bed in a box. It was fun while it lasted, um, which has been about five, six months. And now my back is a hurting. <laughs> so we've been, uh, we, we have been we have been trying to find the right mattress. And so we went to Junction. We we laid on a bunch of beds. I even went into the Sleep Number store. And the whole, I'm not plugging Sleep Number, but their whole claim to fame is that it's like uh, air pockets. And they fill and deflate. And they... And they work with your body and you get to find your sleep number. That's right?
0: like a bucket list item for me is to own a sleep number bed.
1: Yeah. the I won't tell you how much it costs, um, but you could probably buy a car for as much. That's as,
0: why it's a bucket list yeah, item. Yeah, it's a
1: bucket list. But I was just thinking if I got on that thing one time and the air bladder on the inside broke, I would not be buying that bed. But they got to design it in such a way that for however many nights... Thousands and thousands of nights. That thing's going to support you. That thing's full of the right stuff, and it works properly. That it will support my weight each and every time. Because you said that one disaster. How'd you say that in that scripture? One disaster is enough to
0: overthrow the wicked. To
1: overthrow the wicked, or we
0: could say deflate the wicked. And
1: deflate the wicked. What if I slept on a sleep number one time and that was it, one and done? That would suck. Sorry, I'm just trying to add here. No, it's good. Uh, last podcast, I was kind of taking the lead. He's taking the lead today. And uh, I'm just supporting.
0: Well, thank you, man. I appreciate it.
1: And if you want to buy a new bed because of it, hoorah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can look at it this way. We're going to reflect two things in life. We either... Ref- <laughs> I, I did. I slurped right in the mic. He just got McDonald's yeah. and he has a Coke and he just slurped it I'm right sorry. up. If you, you hear that
1: mic. on the podcast, I apologize. It
0: may or may not happen again. All right. Let me re-say that. We reflect... Two things and we get decide to decide what they are. First off, what's in us by the life of God, or what has happened to us from others. And you'd think that this was just something I got from learning about grass, but it goes deeper than that. A very similar test, a press test, I learned inside the church building as a maintenance man. Again, nothing wasted. And it has to do with emergency exit signs. You've seen these in most commercial buildings. They're the green signs. They sit above doors. Those are the signs I'm talking about. And I would like us to use our imagination. Maybe some of you haven't used it since you're in preschool. Good time to learn right now. (laughs) Imagine yourself as a believer as a spiritual exit sign. Here's some comparisons. Christians are in a high place. Exit signs are in a high place. The Bible says that we've been seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, that we are a city set on a hill in a high place. And look at this. We're called to bring attention to the exit from darkness. That's so good. As spiritual exit signs, we're called to shine a light in darkness of the way to escape. Yeah. And the cool thing is, is that exit signs aren't the door. They just draw attention to the door.
1: Amen. Which is who?
0: Jesus is the door. He's the gate. He's the good shepherd. Exit signs are not the exit, but they draw attention to the exit. I know it seems like I'm taking a wild goose chase in here and I'm about to pull it back in. Hang with me. What do we draw attention to? Are we forgotten our mission and our vision and our ministry? First off, just get the fact and use that imagination to see yourself as an exit sign, as a bright light in a dark place that when we find ourselves in tough situations, when people are walking on us, we can say emergency situations Mm -hmm. are our lights shining bright. Well, there's a test that happens that I, as a maintenance man have to do Mm -hmm. on a regular basis to make sure that our exit signs are prepared. And what that is, is on every exit sign, there's a little indentation button on the side of it Mm -hmm. and exit signs shine bright all the time because they have power that comes from the electricity of the building that provides electricity for them but what happens when the press test on an exit sign happens is you go up with a stick or you stand on a ladder and you go and press the button and what it does is it cuts off the external power supply and There's an internal battery on the exit sign and it tells you if there's still enough charge in the internal battery to turn on the lights. Mm -hmm. Because when an emergency happens, most likely the electricity to the building has been cut off and that battery on the inside of the exit sign is all there will be to shine the light and warn people and tell them where to go for an escape. And I thought of in life, isn't that what happens? We depend so often on external power supplies. Hmm. We depend on another person. We look at other people. We look at our support group. We look at our favorite show at the end of the day, maybe a glass of wine at the end of the day, (laughs) external power supplies Hmm. to charge us up. But in the moment of need, often it's going to be required of our own power supply internally to give us what we need.
1: Man, that's really good. That was really good. Thanks. I didn't know you were going to go into all that, even though we do have a little bit of notes. That I was,
0: provided him with notes a day in advance. I, I, I'm
1: sorry. That was really good. I was just thinking about the Spirit of God on the inside of us. We love to quote the Scripture that the same power that raised Jesus Come from on. the dead He quickens our mortal bodies. And so there's a power source on the inside. And... I don't want to get into an emergency, like you said, and then have to rely on. Hopefully, there's something in, on the inside. Hopefully, I've got enough word on the inside of me. Hopefully, I've, I've done enough to where I can draw from within and be a light. And I was also just thinking about this, that as Christians, we're called to be the light. You know that song, uh, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. You know, hide it under a bushel. No, I'm I'm going to let it shine. No, no, no. I'm letting that thing shine, right? You got to be connected to the power source, not the external power source from the world, but the inward power source, because I would hate, I would hate to get to the end of my life and find out how many people were wandering in darkness and looking for an exit. But my, me, myself, the exit sign was not lit up because I was not drawing from the power source on the inside of me. So good. Mm.
0: And I think what really made this stand out was the year that we just went through in 2020. Because I am an extrovert. I love to be around people. I love to draw strength from being in the company of people who have power going in their lives. And I remember going home and knowing the pandemic was hitting and seeing our governor put a stay-at-home order in place Mm. and realizing my battery has been depleted and I now have been cut off from an external power supply wow. and a moment of reckoning within myself. Is there enough life? Is there enough charge in my life in a moment of emergency? Yeah. It was a state of emergency throughout the whole country. Yeah. Will there be enough light in me to shine and still point people to Jesus? Wow.
1: Yeah, man. I also, this is just reminding me of other things. That Go I've ahead. That's what this is all head. about. Um, And I don't know if we've mentioned this in a podcast before. If we did, I apologize. But reiteration is a great thing. Uh, My old youth pastor, Steve Reed, did we mention this
0: already? I don't think so. Okay.
1: So he came up to me and he gave me a profound statement that stuck with me even to this day. And he said, hey, Jonathan, your parents, Jesus will not save you. And that kind of relates to this because if you're relying on the power source from somebody else to power you, when that power source goes away, guess what? You're not going to have power. So you were talking about how you were getting power from being extroverted and and you, you're, you're a person who gets refreshed by other people. Absolutely. I am kind of the opposite. I get refreshed by alone time, but I still can't rely on that as my source. And so I remember getting to a point in my life where I had to decide what I believed, why I believed it and make sure that it wasn't, I wasn't just hanging onto the coattails of my parents' belief. It's the same thing. If you're relying on someone else's walk with God, to power your exit sign, right? When that person something happens or you have to start relying on your own, it would be a shame to realize, man, I don't I don't believe this or I haven't really come to this conviction and conclusion myself. Power source has got to be unique and 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 to you as the individual. That I don't know if that sounded right.
0: No, it does. Okay. If I'm going to take the main point away from today, I have it in bold green because green's the color of growth on my notes. It's the life within must be greater than the pressure from without. Hmm. The life within must be greater than the pressure from without. And I found a scripture in the Bible that came to my heart. I believe that really makes this stand out. Uh I I might take a second to find it. That's all right. I'll do
1: a commercial break.
0: Do a commercial break.
1: let's do a plug for church hey as you're listening right now you might be wondering where we're from we're from new creation church of Glenwood springs we love our church and it's only by the grace of this church pastor mark Bentliff, that we're able to do this podcast so if you're listening and you don't have a home church come and check us out on sundays 8 30 10 30 and 6 p.m and if you do have a home church that's amazing keep plugging away keep growing and being planted in your church being planted in that house which is it's what true. we're going to be talking about next week. So the um, commercial break is over. John, did you find your
0: scripture? Yes, yeah, 2 Corinthians 4, 7 through 9. And this is the Apostle Paul who went through a bunch of turbulous, tough times, shipwrecked, stoned to death, uh, beaten. Hmm. There was some pressure coming from without. And he said this, But we have this treasure in clay jars so that the extraordinary power belongs to God and does not come from us. We are experiencing trouble on every side but are not crushed. We are not perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are persecuted, but not abandoned. We are knocked down, but not destroyed. Always carrying around in our body, the death of Jesus. So the life of Jesus may also be made visible in our body. Mm. He's saying that we have treasure on the inside. That treasure is that power supply on the inside. And there's, there's weight. There's things coming against. There's the press test. Things are walking upon our life, but it's not going to crush what's going on in the inside. And I'm still going to demonstrate and reflect the life of the Lord Jesus mm. that I'm carrying on the inside. He was saying, my internal supply is still charged up. The life within is greater than the pressure from Amen. without. That's a
1: good word, man.
0: So what is, our, what is our battery? I believe our battery is the spirit of ourself connected with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And this reminds me of another scripture that Pastor Mark during COVID quoted so many times. It's Proverbs 18, 14. And it says this, it's the strong spirit of a man that sustains him in bodily harm in times of trouble. I believe that's from the Amplified. It's the strong spirit of a man that sustains him in bodily harm in times of trouble. And the best day to prepare for something is not the day that it happens. And here at the church, we've had times, thank God, never where there's been a strong emergency of a fire or God forbid anything else where we really needed those exit signs, but we have had the power go out. And we've had times where those exit signs had no battery life in them and the lights did not come on. And I want to go back to grass unless you have something to say. Go ahead. No, you're good. With grass, oftentimes we treat our grass as an old man. And, you know, stay off my lawn. Don't walk on my lawn. And if we look at the life of Jesus, he was crucified. He gave up his whole entire life. And we could look at that as really being walked upon, but no one could really take anything from Jesus. He gave it. So how are we treating the lawn of our life? Are we trying to live a life that keeps people from getting close to us? Because people are messy. If people get close to you, guess what? They're going to walk on you. It's just the name of the game. Yeah. We shouldn't be afraid of that. We shouldn't be guarded against that. The life of God within us attended to is more than enough to bounce back from those tough situations. But our grass here at the church, it's made to be walked upon. We have a park where we have a tent where there's grass under it. And we have places where kids can play in the playground. And it's all about grass. And it's actually for people to come in and respond to, not to keep people from. And if we aren't strong on the inside, we'll try to keep people at a distance instead of allowing people to come and experience the goodness of God in our life.
1: That's way good. I was just, I was listening, but I was thinking about comeback stories. Go ahead. I love a good comeback. You know what I'm saying? Not like Mm -hmm. a verbal comeback, like a joke. I mean, that's good sometimes, but, uh, (laughs) um, you know, like in sports, someone who bounces back, a good comeback story. And like, you might be surprised that I know this. We used to watch, we're in the Olympics right now, right? And when I think about a comeback story, you want to know who I think of? Let me know. Nancy Kerrigan.
0: I'm sorry. I, this will be a revelatory
1: <laughs> story for me. So All right. please women's figure skating. This is when I was young, like a long, long time ago, I was like little and I probably did not have the like consciousness to f- actually figure out what was going on. Cause I was a kid, but I, Learned about it a little bit later. What happened is that her opponent, Tanya Harding, like paid for people to, like, beat her and then back. You know what I'm talking about? To ruin her gold medal chances. And she got hurt bad by her opponent, Tanya Harding. But what happened a few years later? Tell us, Jonathan. The comeback, man. She won gold. And this name might ring a bell. It might not. Against the, I think she was a Russian skater, Oksana Bayul. Does that, does that does ring? Does not a ring a bell. Okay, but I'm to sorry. Somebody out there in podcast land. My my grandma, is. who I called Oma, she was German. She loved figure skating, and so we would watch figure skating. I know all about the the triple Axel, right, and the triple sow cow. but it, <laughs> <laughs> but it was a comeback story. She got beat like physically. They tried to take her out. Tanya Harding tried to take her out, mm-hmm. and she came back later and won that gold. A comeback story is always awesome. And I'm just, again, hopefully you know how this relates to what you're talking about. I totally get You it. get hit, you get beat, knocked down, but you're not destroyed. You get back up because the life on the inside of you is greater.
0: We said last week that we can expect that offenses are going to come. I think we can also expect this. We're going to get knocked down. Yeah. <laughs> that verse in Proverbs 14, 26 says, though the righteous do fall seven yeah. times. We can expect offenses are going to come. Mm-hmm. We can expect for uh, failing times to happen. But based on the promises of God, and hopefully what I'm encouraging you with is that when hard times do come, we aren't dismayed, taken aback. How could this happen to me? Know that when it happens to you, if prepared, it doesn't take from you. It shines as a testimony to God. Mm-hmm. So I've gotten, we've gotten like four already yeah. examples to you. We had grass. We had mm-hmm. bouncy balls. We had emergency <laughs> exit signs. And, and we figure had figures. T- figures. I have to
1: make a correction. It's My point still stands, but uh, she actually won silver against Oksana Bayul. Okay. But the comeback remains because Tanya Harding got banned after that low blow. Mm-hmm. So she came back from the injury. It was the comeback. It was the bounce back. I had to, somebody who's probably listening to this and who knows a lot about figure skating and they were probably going to say I was wrong. So she won the silver. Okay. Hey, we I'm care sorry.
0: about accuracy and we want to live in Or tricks. was it the bronze? I don't know. Whichever it is, get the heart of the meaning of it. So again, grass, bouncy balls, exit silver. signs, figure skating. It was silver. Yeah. And now I give you another one. Juice. <laughs> <laughs> Not steroids. Think of an orange. You ever heard this? Man, life is just squeezing me. Mm. But when you get squeezed, what happens is what's comes inside out. comes out. Yeah. Come and on. if you squeeze an orange, orange juice comes out. What? <laughs> I, he no, did such on. a good job of acting. I thought he was surprised <laughs> by that statement. But the unfortunate thing, thank God is patient with us as believers. When we're often squeezed the Mm. world comes out. But that should not be true for us as Christians. When we get squeezed, the life of God should come out of us. Yeah. Amen. All right. Well, we're almost nearing the end of this episode. Would you mind sharing maybe what your wisdom of the day is?
1: Um, Well, I really like what you highlighted in green. The life within must be greater than the pressure from without. But um, maybe that was your wisdom of the day. I'm just kind of Overviewing the things I liked. I think what I like the most is when you talked about the press test with the exit sign, because it was connected to an external power source and you press that button to make sure that the battery from within has enough to keep the light on. So the wisdom of the day for me would be making sure that my internal power source is charged and ready to go because I don't want to rely on someone else or something else to give me power. Because ultimately, the power within me lights me up and it's a light to those in darkness.
0: Exactly. I got to
1: provide someone with an exit. Mm-hmm.
0: Go ahead. Amen. I think it is the life within must be greater than the pressure from without. And deeper than that, the wisdom of the day for me is my perspective on difficult times, on pressing times that come to my life. Because often it's hard for me to find context from those things. We talked about last week with the baby and having stomach pain and not being able to see the proper perspective and context of what that means. If I can look at pressing times and know that the enemy is doing something to me, it's not God pressing me, it's the enemy pressing me. But in spite of what the enemy's trying to do, all this is, is an opportunity for me to shine from the life of God on the inside. It may be cutting off external power. Mm. And I'm glad I've been able to depend on that external power. But while I've been drawing strength from that external power, I've had a power source on the inside. Ooh. And it's time to shine. Mm. The best time for an exit sh- shine to... Sh- you got Exit it. shine. You got it. The best time for an exit sign to shine...
1: Glory. They're on sale.
0: ...is in the time yeah. of emergency. Amen. The best time for you and me... To shine as believers is when things get dark. Makes me think of Isaiah. Mm. It says darkness and deep darkness mm. are covering the earth. Yeah. But the Lord has arisen over you and kings are coming to the brightness of your rising. rising and shining. So, hey, that's it. It's time to rise. It's time to shine. It's time to sow and grow, folks. And that's yeah. what we're doing. Pastor Jonathan, will you pray us out?
1: Yes, I will.
0: Father God, I thank you. For your
1: word, I thank you that the life on the inside of us is greater than the pressure from the outside world. And I pray, Father God, that everyone listening would make it their goal to be filled with the right stuff. So when the pressure comes, the word, the life, the spirit of God comes on the outside of them. Father God, I pray that we would uh, survive the press test and really understand that our lives are not our own. But we are providing, uh, we are illuminating the exit which is you, the door, the way out of the darkness and into the light, Jesus. I thank you for uh, the opportunity that we have to be witnesses in light in this earth. We thank you for it in Jesus' name.
0: All right, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. And we look forward for you joining in with us for our next episode.